You are listening to the Cyclical Fitness Podcast, where we discuss female physiology, hormones, training methods, mindset, and bio-optimization strategies so that you can craft the healthy lifestyle of your dreams with lasting results. I'm Cody, pharmacist, girl mom, times two, coach, hobby addict, and lover of coffee and dry farm wines. Hello, ladies. Welcome to episode number two of the Cyclical Fitness Podcast. Today, I am talking about adaptation and recovery. And these are two endpoints. I think they're really important to understand. I get heat sometimes on social media when I'm doing short form content, like stop using jargon. I don't understand. But I think it's really important to educate ourselves on what these things are and how to improve upon them because we are constantly getting inundated of on opinions out there about our health and fitness take a cold shower don't take a cold shower they block gains get enough recovery days work out more move more it's all very confusing but when you start to understand the endpoints um, where this advice is coming from you can understand what applies to you and when and when it does not and you can really start to optimize what your workout routine and fitness regimen looks like So what is adaptation? Put simply, it's when your body changes for the good or for the bad. If you are staying mostly still for the whole day and not getting any resistance training in, this might mean a loss of muscle mass. Your body is so smart. I say this all the time, hormonally, um, in every way, it's always trying to find homeostasis and it makes adjustments according to what you do. And muscle is expensive to maintain, meaning it requires calories just to exist. If we are not using this expensive tissue, our body is going to get rid of it. Adaptation um, in a good way is what we want to elicit when we are training for goals like strength, power, mass. We exert a force on our muscles and they think, hey, she might want to do this again. We better synthesize proteins to make it easier. That is adaptation. And it can only be done during recovery. Adaptation does not occur during the workout itself. The change occurs during recovery. Recovery is the body's process for restoring homeostasis. When you are sick and you recover, you are well again. Recovery is when we heal all the damage we caused from training. Recovery is when adaptation occurs. Intuitively, you may think that adaptation occurs during the workout or during the stimulus itself, which can be a helpful mindset. You might picture your butt growing as you do those heavy hip thrusts, but in reality, your muscles are growing and repairing during recovery because during the workout itself, it's catabolic. You're causing damage, and it's not until we heal that damage that we reap the benefits. However, this is where it gets confusing and it's really where I want to clear it up because I see a lot of confusion online. Not all recovery encourages adaptation, but adaptation can only happen during recovery. So what I what do I mean? Some recovery, such as anti-inflammatories, cold exposure, help your body return to homeostasis, help your body recover, but they will blunt adaptation. They will stop your body from seeing the changes, um, reap the rewards of the work that you put in because adaptation is an inflammatory process. So you don't always want to be blunting that. 
this is true for cold exposure when it is done immediately post-training or around training. If you are an athlete participating in a tournament over multiple days, this might be a good thing. Your muscles won't get as strong or chained from whatever you are partaking in if you cold plunge or ice bath, but it will still help accelerate recovery for better performance the following day, and sometimes that's your goal. Um, It's important to know when and how to utilize these interventions. You don't just want to blindly utilize these things without knowing why if we want to reach our goals faster. Tart cherry juice, for instance. You guys know I freaking live on tart cherry juice, but cyclically. It's a great anti-inflammatory as part of its benefits that can really help with PMS and period symptoms. I incorporate tart cherry in my mid-luteal phase and stop once my period symptoms resolve. This helps me get better sleep and helps my inflammation symptoms during my uh, hormone withdrawal and my inflammatory symptoms during the beginning of my period. Um, But because inflammation actually drives adaptation, it can be blunted by tart cherry juice. So if I'm not experiencing symptoms of inflammation that will prevent me from having better training, like cramps, then I don't want to be utilizing tart cherry. As an athlete with a demanding game schedule, however, even if you aren't experiencing inflammatory symptoms, you may want to incorporate tart cherry juice because it'll help you recover optimally for performance when you care about performance over the actual adaptation. The primary reason that I use deliberate cold exposure is to add to my dopamine bank account. Dopamine is something that drives motivation and being someone that is self-diagnosed with ADHD, I am mindful of how much dopamine I'm producing and utilizing in order to keep my mood and motivation high enough to complete demanding tasks that I'm interested in without crashing. So I have a tendency to just crash and not want to work out and not want to work on my business. So I'm really mindful of how I'm using dopamine. Um, and cold exposure is one of those things that can really refill your bank account. It puts dopamine into your reservoir um, so that you have more of it over a long period of time actually to use. So cold exposure is really important to me um, from a mood and mindset point of view. At the same time, because I am training for longevity and not performance, I'm, I'm no longer an athlete trying to compete. I'm really looking to remain autonomous for as long as I can for the rest of my life. And muscle is one of the most important things for longevity. So I want to keep my cold exposure away from my post-training recovery as much as possible because cold exposure will blunt training adaptation because it's in self and anti-inflammatory and those adaptations, again, really important to me. Um, but there are recovery act- act techniques that don't blunt adaptation. There are certain techniques that are good for adaptation and performance that we should really all be utilizing so we can get the most out of our workouts. Sleep, of course, 
you know, growth hormone is released, all the good things happen while we're sleeping. Nutrition in and around training. So this is giving us the energy to perform well enough to be able to have a strong enough stimulus to even make adaptation occur. And then post-training, especially as women, we really want to get carb and protein in post-training so we can stop the catabolic process and start the anabolic anabolic processes that we want to happen during recovery for adaptation. Down regulation, breathing, post-training, very overlooked, but can really accelerate recovery. Again, we're bringing ourselves out of that catabolic state and into an anabolic state. We can do this with box breathing. We can do exhale, emphasize breathing, meditation. There's all sorts of ways, but we should really be trying to get in at least five minutes. I say 10 minutes, but for some people that can feel very long, Um, but it'll be huge to accelerating your recovery, which kind of makes it so you didn't waste your efforts during your training. Because if you just skip over it, then there's changes that really could be occurring that you're just leaving on the table. Light movement Um, I think it's something that's often not thought about, but it can really help with delayed onset muscle soreness, um, which can happen if you're sort of new to training or if you're changing your training regimen or different points in your cycle when you're more inflammatory. Light movement after your workout, just kind of walking, really helps um, the pain caused by fluid and inflammation. Hydration is another big one, making sure we're well hydrated, um, not just water, but with electrolytes as well. So that's the difference um, between adaptation and recovery. I hope that kind of cleared things up for you guys a little bit. I want to help us all get the most out of our workouts. Let me know if you have any questions over on Instagram, and I'll talk to you next time.